You're listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with your dating coach, Trip from tripadvice.com. Do you struggle with getting girls to like you? Well, you're going to learn step-by-step how to talk to girls to create deep connections and meet the woman of your dreams. Here's your host, me, Trip. Hello and welcome to the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from TripAdvice. And I hope you've been enjoying the past few episodes of How to Talk to Girls. I wanted to stray off and do something a little bit different. You know, I took you back to some really powerful Q&As that I did with, uh, with a class of mine who I was coaching through an older program called the Authentic Attraction Blueprint, which is now uh, formerly known as that, now known as basically Hooked. So if you have the course Hooked, then uh, you know what I'm talking about. And if you don't, I would check it out. It's my brand new program, and it is all about teaching you steps A to Z, how to meet and attract a girl, even if you're shy, even if you're a virgin, even if you've never talked to a girl in your life. So check it out, getterhook.com, watch the video, learn about it, and get your hands on it. There is a 60-day money-back guarantee if you don't get the results that you're looking for, but I can guarantee that you will as long as you go through the course and implement my techniques and my steps. You'll definitely like it. Now, on this episode, we are going to be going back to some segments here. So let's get into some segments. And, uh, you know, uh, towards the end, I kind of want to go into compliments. I know guys, they really want to know how to compliment girls. And I don't blame you. I really don't. I don't blame you. You know, complimenting girls is a very great tool in terms of flirting. And if you don't know already, flirting is a great way to attract a girl. And that is all about building tension. I actually talk about that in Hooked, by the way. I talk about building tension. It is one of the main components of getting a girl attracted to you. And flirting is a great way. And like I said, complimenting is a great example of flirting. So we'll get into that towards the end. But let's get into some segments here. Really excited today. All right. First, I want to give you some random facts, right? These are the random facts that I find on the internet. Uh, no sources. I only have sources for my studies that I talk about, and there'll be a study coming up here soon that we'll be talking about, but some random facts, and I thought they were interesting. Now, I don't always agree with the random facts. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. Here's the first random fact. Saying your date's name a couple times helps create a connection. It shows attentiveness and creates a bond. I love that random fact because you know what? It is true. The most powerful thing that you could ever say to a person is their name. That is right. Think about it. If you are at a meeting, on a date, with a friend, with your parents, with a stranger, whoever it is, and they say your name, Jake. So I bet you someone named Jake is probably listening and I just blew your mind. Uh, But Yes, saying the name of the girl that you're with or the person that you're with is very powerful. It does create a bond. It does create a bond. Why? Because who says the name of someone? Who says your name? Your parents, your good friends, only people who are close to you. So if you meet someone for the first time and you say your date's name a couple of times, well, it is going to subconsciously make that connection. It's very powerful. It's very powerful. So I want you to try that the next time you're on a date or even before a date, when you first meet a girl, when you guys are talking, you're in the initial interaction, you guys are meeting, and you're like, hey, what's your name? I didn't catch your name. And she says, you know, my name is Jessica. You say, oh, Jessica, cool, that's a great name. And then about five minutes later, you're like, Jessica, I have a question for you. What is the best restaurant you've eaten at in the past month? I'm looking for recommendations. I'm a big foodie, and I love 
to try new foods. Right? Imagine if you said it like that, okay? Just like that. You're like, Jessica, question for you, right? That already shows that you guys are starting to become close. So say it a few times. In fact, you don't even need to say it on the date. Really, your heaviest attraction point is going to be when you guys are first meeting. But saying on a date, I think, is good too. And uh, they say here in this random fact, it shows attentiveness. Uh, it does show attentiveness. It does show attentiveness because if you get her name the first meeting, you know, the initial interaction, and then you are able to say it later on, well, that shows that you were absolutely paying attention, right? So that's random fact number one. Let's go to another random fact. It says here, nearly 40% of men do not feel confident meeting a woman for the first time. You know, 40%, that's a lot of guys. Now, I'm sure you're listening, you probably agree. I, I'd say, you know, probably majority of the guys who listen to my podcast and who watch my YouTube videos and purchase the programs that I have, they, they don't feel confident meeting a woman for the first time. You know, so you're probably thinking, duh. But I mean, really, that's an interesting statistic. You know, wh whether it's true or not, again, I don't have any uh, backup for these random facts or kind of just, you know, sprawled across the internet. Um, but either way, I think I'd agree with that, right? It just brings up a, a conversation point here that really I believe that half the guys out there, half of the guys in the world or in America or really in wherever, I just don't think they're confident. And I don't say that as a way to look down on them. Hell, I wasn't confident for years, for years upon years with women. Right, but I think that half the guys don't. I remember. I'll tell you a quick story. I was out with a bunch of buddies, uh, maybe a year ago. I remember I was, um, I was with some friends, and one guy who I don't really, you know, I'm not too close with, but he's uh, he's really an outgoing dude. Like he's very loud in conversation. If you met him, you'd think, wow, this guy's pretty good with the ladies. You know, he wasn't necessarily very attractive, but he's just very gregarious and can hold a conversation, and you would think, oh, he's probably confident, but he's got that demeanor. But I remember I was telling him about what I do. I was like, yeah, I, I you know, help guys, and sometimes I coach guys, and I actually push them to go and approach girls. He goes, oh, my God. He goes, I can never do that. Oh, my, that sounds like the scariest thing ever. And that kind of shocked me in a way. You know, of course, it doesn't also, because I've also met tons of guys who are not confident, but it just kind of like shocked me in terms of like reminding me, oh, yeah, you know, just because a guy seems away or seems outgoing or gregarious, that doesn't mean that they are all of a sudden confident with women. They might be really outgoing and fun with their friends because, of course, we're having a fun time all hanging out with just the guys. But that doesn't necessarily translate over to being good with women. So remember that 40% of men don't feel confident meeting a woman for the first time. Whether that's true or not, I still think that's probably a good average. One out of two guys probably don't feel very confident going up to a girl and saying hello. Uh, which brings me to another update, by the way. I ended up uh, just launching my Fearless Formula program, which is uh, now only really available to you if you email me or if you um, if you end up you know, investing in my program called Hooked because there is, there is a uh, possibility for you to get it as a uh, attached onto your order, but it's it's not just kind of out there for everyone. And I released it, and guys are really loving it. It's a whole ten-hour program teaching guys how to be more confident with women and what confidence really means. So, anyways, thought I'd tell you about that. Let's move on to the next segment: apps. Okay, so when I do segments, I like to talk about an app that I found or done some research on that could help you. Now, I normally don't talk about dating apps because 
most people know about the dating app, so I'm not going to sit here and, and review like Tinder or Hinge or Bumble or um, what are the other ones out there, OkCupid or uh, The League, any of those. Really just try them all out and see what's good for you. But I like to try to get apps that will help you in your personal development, which is going to make you an overall better and attractive man. And there's this one app, and I... I'm going to half recommend it. I'm going to half recommend it. I don't think it's going to be for everyone. It's kind of a new app, but it's kind of cool, and I really like the concept of it. By the way, not getting paid. Uh, you'll know if it's a sponsorship, but this is not a sponsorship. I'm not getting paid to talk about this. That's just free publicity for this app, so maybe one day they'll thank me. But the app is called Happier. It's an app that encourages its users to document positive moments throughout their day, which is interesting. It maybe, maybe kind of sounds like Facebook in a sense because people rarely post anything bad happening, um, but I think happier is uh, is more about, hey, just kind of sitting there and, and, and saying something happy, even if it was something kind of small, right, which is not necessarily something we do on Facebook or Snapchat, but it's about the positive moments throughout, th throughout your day, and studies have found that an attitude of positivity and gratitude improves sleep, decreases stress, and increases creativity, and that's what I want for you as a guy who's trying to you know, really throw everything together here, become a better guy, become more attractive, become more wholesome, well-rounded, whatever you want to call it, you know, I think that, you know, trying to be happier throughout the day is really not the worst thing in the world. And interesting, right? An attitude of positivity and gratitude, what does that mean? Gratitude meaning that you are grateful for even the littlest things. So imagine you could use the Happier app and just be like, you know what, man, I am great to be able to, to you know, have my favorite lunch today, whatever that is, you know. So, by the way, I want to say sometimes, it's, it's interesting when it comes to gratitude, sometimes I'm literally thankful that I have legs and I can walk. I don't know what it is. Maybe there was a past, you know, I don't believe in past lives, but maybe there was a past life one time where uh, I didn't have legs. I'm not sure, but there's just like this overwhelming gratitude I have every like, maybe like month or so where like I sit back and I'm like, I'm so thankful I can walk, Right? I mean, there's probably people out there, even people who listen to this podcast, who might not even have the luxury of being able to walk because they might be in a wheelchair, they might be paralyzed, um, maybe some sort of accident. So I'm grateful for something as, as small as that. You know, I bet you, I bet you that's something you don't think about, right? The small things. How about being grateful for not being sick? That's a good one. It's like when you get sick, you're like, oh my god, like I just wish I was better. Like that's the best thing in the world to just not be sick right now, but I'm sick, and it's like. Oh, it feels good to right now just not be sick. Like, how great is that? And then it makes you feel a bit better. Just the small things. Anyways, this app, it seems pretty cool. It's social media for people who are trying to be more happier. I think it encourages you to be happy. Check it out. And uh, if you like it and it works for you, then fantastic. But I think really the main idea here that I wanted to share with you is take a moment out of your day. Take a moment. You know, they always say to do a gratitude journal. That's a big thing in personal development is like waking up you know, and having a journal of gratitude, you write five things that you're really grateful for. And it can be really as simple as like, I'm grateful that I can walk. I'm grateful that I'm not sick. I'm grateful that I can hear. I'm grateful for a friend in my life. I'm grateful for uh, my opportunity where I live. I'm grateful for the weather. You know, whatever it is, it's gratitude. Being happy for what we have that makes us happy because a lot of us sit here and we're like, life sucks. I don't have money. I don't have a girl. I don't have anything. Nothing's going for me. It's like, that's just negativity. But really, no matter what, if you're listening, if you're a guy listening to this podcast, I bet you you can list 50 things that you do have that are pretty awesome that a lot of people don't have. I mean, the fact that you're listening to this podcast, that means that you have a computer or an our phone, 
right? That means you have some sort of technological gadget to even listen to this thing to. That's something to be grateful for. So try to try to induce that more in your life, more gratitude. All right, let's go on. Let's talk about another segment here called studies. I like to take studies and talk about them and, and teach you some stuff. And all studies are related to dating or attraction. So let's get into it. Here's a study called Dishonesty and Online Dating. They have a lot of studies, by the way, on online dating. These exist um, a lot. They're doing a lot of studies on this stuff. I guess it's pretty easy to do because you can really track things so so easier, right? It's like data right there for you. So it says here, Assistant Professor Toma from the University of Wisconsin-Madison conducted a study about deception in online dating behavior. Toma and the research group weighed, measured, photographed, and verified the data that singles presented on dating sites and apps. See, I told you it's pretty easy to do studies because it's all right there for you. And it says here, and I read, overall, most people tended to only tell small lies since they might eventually meet potential matches in person. All right, sounds obvious enough. On average, men tended to lie the most about their height by rounding up half an inch. Do you do that? I wonder if you do that. Men subtracted two pounds from their weight on average. Women tended to describe themselves as eight and a half pounds thinner. Women did not tend to lie about their height, though. People were the most honest about their age compared to other factors. Photos tended to be about six months old for men and a year and a half old for women. That's a long time. But, you know, I think it is safe to say within a year and a half, even within six months, you pretty much look the same as long as you didn't fluctuate in a lot of weight. Um, but damn, that's pretty crazy. That's, by the way, um, that's an average. So that means that there are women who are putting up photos of themselves that are five years older. Uh, for guys, maybe a couple years older. So that's interesting. Professor Thomas summed it up as follows. And quote, daters lie to meet the expectations of what they, of what they think their audience is. Professor Thomas used computer analysis to find four linguistic indicators of lies in an online dating profile. Toma found that people who were lying tended to avoid I statements to distance themselves from their lies. Liars also use negations like not and never to describe their lies. That's very interesting. Liars tended to write shorter essays for their profiles to avoid getting caught. That's interesting. So why am I sharing that with you? Well, I just think this is entertaining. It's really interesting to know this. And I think maybe it can help you. I'd say it's probably not the best idea to lie on your profile. You know what? Listen, at the end of the day, I'm going to say it. If you want to say that you're an inch taller, go for it. Go for it. Like, it's not a big deal. The woman's not going to um, really care either way. Um, but I think, or I should say, she, she's not going to notice either way, but she might care a little bit. But the reason why I wouldn't lie, especially in this case of like, lying about your weight or your height, like the real reason you don't want to do that is because what that does is perpetuate more of the idea that attraction is really based in the physical. And that's what most of society, and when I say society, I'm really talking about guys, that's what most of society really thinks. They think that attraction is mostly based in looks, which I understand why guys think that, right? They think that because if you're a guy, you are attracted to a girl's look. So you're thinking, Oh, intuitively, well, if I'm attracted to a girl because of her looks, well, then that's what girls are attracted to. Hey, that's what I thought for many years, right? Many years, especially in the media that shows us that's the case. But I actually talk, this about, talk about this in my program called Hooked. That's not the case. Women are attracted to the behavioral qualities. So if you want to put an inch, 
uh, maybe two that could be pushing it more on your profile for height. Okay, that might give you a couple more girls that might swipe right on you or they might you know, message you back because girls say they want someone taller. By the way, here's the thing. I'm not trying to perpetuate the idea that women will only date you if you're taller, but what I am saying is that a woman will you know, say in her head that she wants a taller, not all women, but you know, some women will say in their head, I want a taller guy, but really when it comes to it, when she finally meets the guy, as long as he knows how to trigger attraction, height doesn't matter anymore. So that's what you have to understand. She might say to herself, like, yeah, of course a girl's going to say to herself, I want a guy who is wealthy or has money or has a, an amazing job and, and is tall and is good looking and tall, dark and handsome. Like, like, yeah, that's fine. A girl might say that and a girl might want that, but it's totally different when what happens when they're actually confronted with that. You know, I've had many girls be dating someone who they never described they actually wanted, but the guy knew how to uh, trigger attraction and get the girl invested in them. So again, if you want to learn more about that, you can listen to a lot of podcasts, you can listen to a lot of and watch a lot of YouTube videos, but I go more in depth in this in my program called Hooked, which I've not talked about like three times. I'm just so proud of it and it really helps out so many guys. So I got to just advertise it. Anyway, that is the study. I think that was interesting, and I uh, wanted you to learn a little bit about that, about the lies. All right, let's go into the compliment stuff, right? So what I do sometimes in these segments in terms of uh, the podcast, I go into a segment called the Quora Questions. Quora Questions. Quora is a website, by the way, where people ask questions about literally everything and anything, and then strangers come on and they answer it. So one Quora question was, how do you tell a girl they're beautiful? And I loved the responses here. Normally, the Quora uh, answers are kind of lame when it comes to dating. They're usually pretty good when it comes to other stuff. But I really like the, some of the answers here. And I wanted to share them with you. I was like, kind of proud of society for a minute here. Like, hey, good way of, of answering a guy's question, right? A guy saying they want to tell a girl she's beautiful. How do you do that? Well, Zulika suggested, talk to her about other things. And if you must pay a compliment then why not make it about something she does well rather than how she looks? So that was a great answer, right? And that's, a really, that's what I want to tell you. That's something that I've, I've preached a lot is the fact that you want to compliment on her efforts, not her defaults. Her defaults meaning the things she was born with, right? A default, she's just like, this is what she looks like. This is what she was born with. Yeah, they can put on some makeup and, and put on some sexy clothing or whatever. And of course, they might be more attractive. But at the end of the day, you know, there's not much effort put into just putting on some, some makeup and clothes and just, just existing. But an effort by her part of something that she does, you know, maybe she's got a talent. Maybe it's something with work. Maybe it's the way that she's able to hold a conversation with you. Maybe she's funny, right? All these different things that you can compliment a girl on beyond beauty. So I love that answer. Here's another one. Okay, face, and by the way, I think these are coming from, well, these are coming from girls and guys, but this girl said, face says, says here, hold on, let me read it. If she is conventionally attractive, right, that means like a girl who's pretty hot. If she's conventionally attractive, I suggest that you don't even try to tell her she's beautiful. Many guys before you have probably repeated that and she is most probably sick of hearing that. I would suggest that maybe you can compliment her on something she does or compliment her personality. So that's just another kind of opinion and way of putting it, right? Kind of, so similar to the other suggestion of like, okay, something that she does, an action, her effort, and her personality, right? Something about her. And I like the answer here. It's like, okay, yeah, a lot of girls 
have, who are really attractive have gotten the beautiful compliments. You know what that means? That's white noise. You know what white noise is? White noise is noise that you don't really hear in the background. It just kind of like, just kind of goes in one ear and out the other. And that's what it will do too if you're just focused on complimenting a girl who's attractive on her looks. Okay? Here's another one. This is from a guy. Adam suggests give compliments because you mean it and not because you want something back. Then walk away like it's the most natural thing in the world. Now, if you like the girl, don't compliment. They get compliments all the time. Instead, approach, be playful, fun. Forget the compliments. You already complimented her for approaching her and being fun. You gave her attention. That's a subcommunication, an indirect way of complimenting the girl. You don't need to compliment. Just make her feel alive inside. Adam, I don't know who you are. Maybe you're a dating coach somewhere. But that is a great answer. I love that. Yes, you're already complimenting her because you're already showing interest. Girls know when you're flirting. Girls know when you're interested. They can tell. They can tell by the subcommunications, by your behavior when you're with them. They can tell. It's obvious, right? Super obvious. So you don't necessarily need to compliment them. But you know what? I like to say throw one in, one per conversation. That's it. Something on her efforts, not her defaults. Doesn't have to be about how she looks, but but something about you know the way she is or personality, the way she does, throw one in there, and that can be really, really powerful for, for a girl. And Adam says, you know what I mean? Just, just have fun, just be playful, and just kind of enjoy the interaction because at that point, um, you know, at that point, really the compliment is all in the approach itself. So I like that. Really cool. Very proud of these random people. Um, just love to, to hear really get great answers here. So that's the core questions and that's what I have to say about complimenting. So there you go. That's the right way to compliment a girl. Efforts, not defaults. Thank you for listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast here on iTunes and Stitcher. If you enjoyed this, leave a review for me. I'd love to hear from you and uh, I'd like to know if I'm doing a good job here. I hope so. Got a lot of five-star reviews. Been doing this for almost three years at this point. Wow. Pretty crazy. All right, thanks for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode.